I just couldn't imagine starting this show off in a better than way than what we just heard. Doesn't get much better than that. I'm excited to be back. I am your host, Nick Buckley. This is Rambling and Sports Gambling. Really excited here. I think we have a great show in store. Um, this is going to be the first show um, since Rambling and Sports Gambling's inception um, that we will not be talking about college football. That does hurt my soul a little bit, but we are excited to move on to bigger and better things. Um, let's go ahead and just start with a couple things. Obviously, we'll get into our mailbag for the week. But also, I want to talk about some other things that huh, that are just a few things that we're going to ramble about. One is that for the first time, I think, in my career, I had something good happen to me. Everyone talks about all these bad beats, things that happen at the end of the game that are meaningless, or some wild shot goes in that somehow covers even the game is over. I had... Something similar happened, but I did something good, and it actually worked out for probably the first time in my gambling career. Earlier this week, Baylor was playing Kansas in basketball. Line was eight and a half. Felt like that was too many. Thought Baylor were to win. Bought two points for, to move the line down from eight and a half to six and a half. Never buy points in basketball. I think it's one of the most useless things you can do when betting either NBA or college basketball. But I did it anyway because that's what I do. Game's well in hand, up 15 with a minute and a half to play. Kansas gets a couple of cheap baskets. They're up 10 with one second left. Kansas inbounds the ball, should just dribble out the clock. Instead, this white guy just throws up a prayer, and it goes in. Kansas loses by seven. An absolutely all-time disgusting bad beat if you took the eight and a half line. I, lo- <laughs> I loved The best part about that was that instantaneously... I got five texts from individuals that were apparently on that game and were just telling me how disgusted they were with that bad beat. But again, this story is to say that for the first time ever in the history of betting, something good happened to me. I bought the two points and had it six and a half. Cash, boy. Cash that thing. Fantastic. My other thing that I want to ramble about really quickly before we get into it, really, is my betting strategy for college basketball. I'm sure there is some overlap between my audience um, and the Barstool audience. If you don't follow Marty Mush, Marty M-A-R-T-Y Mush, M-U-S-H, on the Twitter, he p- puts his picks out every day. This man is just a fade machine. Um, so last year, all the Barstool guys tracked their actual results and how many units they're down. I think my guy Marty's on like 40 units or something like that. He was down a lot. I um, mean, he is particularly terrible at college basketball. Um, so I don't really, you know, um, it's hard to be invested in college basketball because there's 340 teams. Um, so it's really hard to get deep into stats and know players and things like that because there's just so much information. So one of my betting strategies when it comes to college basketball is just to fade this guy because he's terrible. Um, so that's worked out really well for me so far in the college basketball season, have been profitable mainly due to the Baylor Bears and also fading Marty Mush. All right, let's get, let's get into it this week. First question comes from David Dickens. He says, right now, four teams left in the NFL. Who's your Super Bowl winner? If Mahomes is healthiest, the Chiefs. There's no reason it's not the Chiefs if Mahomes is playing. It's been that way all year. It's been that way since they won it last year. No one can beat them when they're healthy and when they're playing well. It's really just that simple. Until Mahomes went out last week, the other team just hadn't gotten a stop. 
defensively. They had scored on every single possession. That's what they do. That's who they are. They have too many weapons to be to be stopped consistently throughout the game, and their defense is good enough to make enough plays to get the offense the ball again. It's the Chiefs. Unless Mahomes doesn't play, it's the Chiefs. But either way, the AFC is a lock. Let's say Mahomes doesn't play and, and the Bills win this week. I think the Bills win the Super Bowl. Love the Bills. Been saying that for a long time on the podcast with Bills Mafia. Next question comes from Brandon McKinnon. He says, I believe you're playing some golf this weekend. How low are you planning on going? I'll tell you this, folks. Most of the folks that listen here know that I, uh, I golf often, which does not translate to me being good at golf. Typically, I'm a low 80s guy. Pencil me in for a round in the high 70s this weekend. Pencil me in for that. Second part of that question is, what are some good gambling games to play on the golf course? If you're not playing Wolf Hammer with your foursome every weekend, maybe you don't like fun. Maybe you don't like you don't like free money. You don't enjoy the game of golf. I, I don't know. But if you're not playing Wolf Hammer, if you don't understand what that is, feel free to contact me. I'm happy to explain. Um, last thing from the mailbag comes from Gannon. He says, give me a PGA bet. It is so difficult to bet on the PGA Tour because of just – there's no consistency in who wins other really than Dustin Johnson. But even then, I think he won four events last year. There's an, there's an event every week, probably 40, 45 events throughout the season. So he's only winning max 10% of the time, which means you're missing 90% of the time. Um, oh, God, I hate just betting this. But I'll give you a winner for this week, Sung J.M. That's my guy. People forget how good French Montana is. Yo, you're looking for bangers. You're just in a rut in life. You need some positive energy. French Montana is your guy, straight up. Here we go. Moving into the Big Picnic segment. And again, I feel a little funky here. No college football to talk about. This may be the time. I'm just going to put it out there. This is a disclaimer. Going forward until August. This may be the time to fade me. There's a reason this podcast started during college football season. It's because that's what I'm good at. These other sports, dicey at best. So here we go. That's a disclaimer for the show for the next eight months. Here's my picks. We're going to talk NFL though first. We're going to move into it right here. Bucks, Panthers. This is one of those where you say to yourself, don't overthink this pick. Packers minus three. Rodgers playing at MVP level. Devontae Adams has been on a heater since like week one. Aaron Jones, good guy, good player. You look at the game last week for the Bucks. They win by 10, yes. But you look at how they won. The offense and Tom Brady, not good. Drew Brees, whatever the opposite of amazing is, is what he was. Horrific. A bajillion turnovers. Literally one bajillion. What I'm trying to say here, though, is the Bucks 
had 21 points off turnovers on a short field because Drew Brees couldn't stop turning the ball over. He must have had a vision from the Lord say, Drew Brees, share the wealth, except unfortunately not wealth, share the football with the wrong team. Um, so I hate that, but that's what happened. Long story short, they scored 21 points off turnovers on short fields. On actual drives that they had to start in their own territory, the Bucks scored nine points the entire game. They had three field goals. So I do I think the Bucks are actually good in a high-powered offense? No. Sure don't. Don't think that at all. I think they scored really nine points last week is what I think. Um, side note, can we talk about how awesome the slime game was on Nickelodeon? That was one of the best viewing experiences I've had in sports all year long. So if you missed out on that, that's just on you. That was a great time. Anyway, back to Bucks. Packers, Packers minus three. Also, like Devontae Adams' first touchdown score will be on that. That is cashed frequently here in the last, basically, second half of the season. So there you go. First pick of the week, Packers minus three. No reason to overthink it. Second game, Bills versus Chief. Again, the big question is, is Mahomes going to play? Now, let's think about this logically. Let's just logically. Let's not talk football. Let's not talk medical procedure. Does the NFL like money, yes or no? The answer is yes. Is their obligation to provide the best entertainment possible to their fans? Yes. So what are those two things equal? That equals Mahomes is going to play. Go ahead and lock that in. Chiefs. Minus three as well. Take it. We are going to do that. I will say this. I definitely like the under, though. And I am a man who hates the under. But both of these defenses, you don't, you never hear anything about either one of the defenses, but they're both good. Um, both teams can put up big numbers offensively, but they really haven't yet this postseason. I like the under. I like the under. like the Chiefs minus three. If Mahomes is playing, I do think there's a 95% chance he plays. Obviously, if he doesn't play, Bills are an automatic money line lock. But anyway, pick, of the, pick is Chiefs minus three. Moving into some NBA, here's my first NBA pick. So the rambling and sports gambling ever. Here we are. And I like it. Actually, you know what? I have probably only bet one NBA game all season because it is just mass chaos and none of the results ever make any sense. But here we go. Bulls minus three and a half versus the Hornets. The only reason I'm coming in on this game because these are two just awful teams is because the Bulls are 10-4 against the spread this year. That's profit, folks. And there's very few things I like more than profit. So Bulls minus three and a half versus the Hornets. Levine's averaging 27 points per game. Charlotte stinks. Bulls stink. Bulls stink less. Bulls minus three and a half. Cash that thing. Fourth pick. Here it comes. Rockets versus Pistons tonight. The Pistons are favored by three and a half. I love the Rockets plus the three and a half. Pistons, I think, are the worst team in the NBA. I do believe that they there is no one worse. As someone that worked in the NBA for five seasons... And have watched literally hundreds, if not thousands, of basketball games over the last couple of seasons. I can't. I don't even know one player on the Pistons team at this point, uh, because they just have no talent, and I don't know what they do with their money. I don't know who they're paying. They might as well come pay me to be on the team. 
Um, so I like the Rockets here, plus three and a half. One of the best acquisitions of the offseason was made by the Rockets in acquiring Christian Wood, averaging 24 points per game. Um, like that a lot. And here's the thing. Both these teams are coming in on losing streaks. Rockets, three-game losing streak. Pistons, two-game losing streak. And that's exactly the reason I like the Rockets. They're due for a win. If there's anything that I know about the NBA is that it doesn't make sense. Naturally, you think the team that's been awful has been getting blown out. They've lost four of the last five, would lose tonight. But that's exactly why they're going to win. It's the double fade. Rockets plus three and a half. Last pick of the big picnic segment. And this is... This is my most confident pick, I'd say, in this segment. Nets minus 7.5 versus the Cavs. Um, I was on this game two days ago when they played for the first time, and the Cavs went out right. Not great, but here's why I like it. Again, NBA makes no sense. Whatever happened the game before or the night before, the opposite just happens the next night. How that works, I have no clue, but that's how the NBA works. So the fact that the Cavs, not only did they cover, but they won. I think they won all right, if I remember correctly. They might have lost like two, but either way, they covered. This is a lock for the Nets. This thing's going to get ugly. I may take an alternate line, minus 10, minus 11, because it's going to get ugly. Nets by a million. And while we're talking about the Nets, let's talk about James Harden. I have some strong words for this man that I will not say on this podcast. But the way that he left Houston, that will forever looked, will be looked down upon as Rockets fans. You think about the legends that have gone through Houston. You think about the back-to-back titles. This guy couldn't get it done in the playoffs. I can't defend him anymore. He was someone that choked every year. That's what he is. If he gets a title in Brooklyn, then he gets a title in Brooklyn. Great regular season player. Best One of the best skill sets in the game currently, yes. But his attitude is so bad, never gets back defensively. Always blames others. Doesn't take instruction. The, when he left, I was actually glad to see him go. Um, I like the picks that the Rockets have. I like what they got back for Harden. I like Oladipo. I like John Wall. I like DeMarcus Cousins. I like Christian Wood. I think there's a future in Houston. Will they stink for a couple of years? Yes, they will stink. But am I glad to see Harden go at this point? Yes, I am. As much as this podcast centers around sports and making bets and being profitable, because that's what the show is really all about, I pride myself on providing bangers as we lead into the intro of these segments. And my God, Danger Zone is an all-time banger. Here we go. Mortgage moment. And I do like this pick a lot. College Hoops, the only ranked game of the day. Michigan minus the four and a half versus Purdue. Like it for a couple of reasons. One, we're fading Marty Mush. And two, Michigan averages more points per game, less points against. They shoot a higher field goal percentage as a team. They average more rebounds. They average more assists. And they average more blocks. So you tell me who's going to win. 
Michigan minus four and a half. One of the things I also like about this game is that Michigan just lost their first game two games ago. So I believe they're 12 and one on the season. And they bounced back nicely. Came back, I think they won by 23 versus Maryland. They're going to continue to do the same thing here tonight. There's something about losing that first game after going unbeaten for a while where it, it, I feel like it, the team's refocused. It gets their head right. Um, and I like that about this team. This, this team is, is going to make that happen for us. Um, I will say this. This is not going to be an easy winner, though. Purdue's a good ball club. I was on them earlier this week against somebody. Don't remember who. But they're a nice little club. But they're not nice enough to win or cover tonight, folks. Mortgage moment. Cash this thing. Michigan Wolverines. Minus the four and a half. Lock that in. Man, it feels good to have a mortgage moment again. I feel like it's been too long. Um, Again, I always appreciate everyone that listens. If you haven't subscribed on Spotify already, please do so. Excited to get another episode out to you. Any questions, complaints? I, I want to hear y'all stories. I love hearing about any parlays, teasers, bad beats, crazy wins, anything like that. I love hearing those stories. Feel free to share those, and I can go ahead and throw it on next week's episode. Peace, love, and blessings. This is Rambling and Sports Gambling. I'm out.